Welcome to Water Wizards, where we get inspired by the movers and shakers of the world. Those catalyzing change just like water. Uh, let's come into the space, come into the now moment. If you have your water, get your water. If you don't have your water, go get some water. And so before we go in, I want to set the intention um, with everyone that this is a full-on activation. It always is a living transmission. We all are here to activate one another for the highest and greatest good, highest and greatest good always, that all of the codes that we transmit with the highest love and the purest of intentions move into our water throughout this activation, that we may consume them and let them move through every cell of our body to activate us fully into mission and to help us see heaven on earth here. So welcome, I feel the energies moving in. Everyone take a deep breath. We are here with the amazing Rising Phoenix Aurora. I found her on YouTube. She's also on Rumble and most of her content is on Rumble because she goes very deep into some um, magic and deep state issues. So I would encourage you to find her on Rumble. I'll post all of the links after this live to have access to her. I found her on YouTube about a year ago, and as I was diving into her work, I felt a full-on activation with what she was empowering me in. So uh, what her work involves is she's an author. We'll share her book with you as well. Um, she is a channel. She is um, a galactic warrior is what I like to call her. She has so many titles. I can't even go into all of them, but we're going to dive into her energy, dive into her story and bring you all some magic. So, um, oh, Aurora, welcome, welcome. Thank you, it's an honor to be here with you. How's my sound, it's good? Perfect, your sound honor. is perfect. Thank your sound. you. Yes. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction and um, I feel so blessed that you found me a year ago and thank you for having me on your show. Um, you know, I checked out your content as well and then you got a good, good amount of following on TikTok. Look at you everywhere. So beautiful. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I love much. being here. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. You know, uh, what I love the most about doing this podcast is the magic of making connections and really learning not to put people on pedestals. You know, that we see um, people that we really admire, and we get to see our own reflection within them. And so I truly, I am so inspired by you. Um, you have been a very big part of my journey. And so as I am reaching out to those who have activated me on so many levels and engaging with them in a very close kind of personal setting to really help activate the world, it, it I think it is shifting so much for the collective that we have access to one another right? Like this old paradigm of yes. those who inspire us being out of reach, that was all an illusion. And we get to be an active part of that crumbling. And so the work that you do is so foundational and monumental and really allowing us, supporting us to shift into this new earth and a new way of being. So I'll tell you a little bit about Aurora, and then we're going to go into her story and ask her some questions and just see where divine takes us in this interview. Uh, what I love most about Aurora's work is that she really goes deep into some of the big hidden issues that need to be exposed, that we need to be aware of, but she does it in a way that allows us to hold a high vibration around it to see the bigger picture. And she also gives us the tools to work through that density so that we can hold the light through the knowledge, right? Because we don't want to stay in the dark, but we also don't want to drown in this knowledge. And so I wanna start out by just asking you a little bit about, uh, you know, what what is your mission? What is your mission, Aurora? How would you, I know it's big and that's a big question, but what comes through when I ask you that question? Good, I'm loving all the water you have going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, you know, the water brings in the channel and brings in the divine source of light that we need to run through us to speak. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Um, yes. What is my mission? My main mission is to hmm, summarize it, to remove the parasites from within Earth so we can ascend them to 
but not removing them in a like in a negative way where you're like exercising you know demons and so on but removing them with the choice of love so everything i do is surrounded by infinite source of light so giving them the choice bringing that source of light to the space so that they can remember themselves and and that is my goal throughout um, creation and specifically earth to help people shift into a higher vibration to activate to their hearts and to start walking and breathing more of their heart space versus all the distractions and the negativity so that we're able to see and sense clearly our path and stay in our organic timelines and shift into them if we're not there yet so um it's all basically about ascension and removing what's infringing on divine mother mother earth and how to assist everyone to do that so yeah i have over 700 videos under my youtube my odyssey account and just like you said rumble and odyssey and spotify is actually where you find all my sensitive content because we talk about it all yes thank you that is amazing thank you so much for summarizing that for us um and then the next thing i would love to talk about is when did you have the awareness of your mission on earth were you very young what was that you know so many of us have this core experience that we move through that really opens us up and i know i had mine and I, but i was i was in my 30s when it happened for me when did this happen for you so the minute i was born i could feel very i was very consciously aware and i actually did a a, a video with laura eisenhower the great granddaughter of um Dwight Eisenhower whistleblower and I and Marissa Coachella you guys can check it out I feel like I covered that really nicely there where I had telekinesis um so let me see if I can change this around for you all um I could sense and feel people's emotions thoughts I didn't realize what was actually happening because you know the majority of us are born into families who are not awakened and how do you balance this out and realize that there's nothing wrong with you and you're not crazy or you're um, you know this is not make-believe so it's the whole version of that of going through every year and waking up and feeling lighter and lighter and changing um, but just like everyone else my abilities were shut down just for my protection and then later on just like you actually in my late 20s early 30s is when i started waking up became a soy reiki master and that completely woke me up to the spiritual world a world that um you know that i had forgotten of i didn't i didn't even realize was there because for the most my spiritual team kept me they kept me really away from all of the spiritual communities everything until that moment in time um but you know that inner knowing that we know like we get those messages we meet someone and the angels give us messages over to them you know people meet you and they start crying and they're crying and they're apologizing because they don't know why they're crying because truly they're in a presence of love and then they're letting go of their traumas their their pains and they're finally releasing you know and that's that's really what I embody for others is as holding the most beautiful love for them like no one has ever been able to hold that for them and when people achieve this level it's the self-healing for themselves is just transformational as the past life regressionist that i am the channel um you know the author to um this is our, our our new book book two the final battle of galactic history of the multiverse book two um so it's about communicating and all this sacred teachings but even looking back on my childhood i can remember i remember some of these they were like visions and um till i then woke up in my early 30s then i started realizing oh wait they're not just like make-believe they're they're real visions um and then my dreams were so vivid and they started to become my messages from from my higher self because I was, um, you know, too scared to even sit and meditate. Just, you know, I'm sure plenty, uh, many people go through that, and all the deep programming, the deep shedding is, is is quite a journey. But once I began and I woke up, um, and the way I woke up through that journey was uh, my beautiful husband. I ran into Dolores, uh, Dolores, and she was absolutely um, just pivotal in that awakening for me. And I did a practice session on my husband, 
And when I did that, uh, Dolores actually spoke through him and I had just found her maybe a month ago. And she told me that I was to go on my mission, develop my own past life regression. And um, she told me that so many beautiful things, but very limited on what they tell you, especially because they were just waking me up in that moment in time and space when I was doing that past life regression on my husband. Um, also the raw the raw collective which i didn't know who they were then um, spoke spoke to my husband and, and gave me messages they said that i had a grand mission to develop passive regression or hypnosis entity removal and that i was to assist the collective and since then um you know we have I've worked with four thousand over four thousand people total between courses certifications retreats and workshops that i host and um, yeah, I'm almost at my 600, 600 session alone in passive regression, which take four to five hours each. So that's a good process. Um, and the journey has just been amazing. But yeah, I feel like I talked a lot. So go ahead. Oh, I love it. That was perfect. Okay. So tell us about how did you really step into bringing your mission to the collective? You know, you said you started as a Reiki master. That was really the beginning of you tapping into your gifts and sharing them with the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and now you amaze me at the amount of videos, the amount of energy that you divine energy that you access to do all that you do, because yes. you go, I mean, you are going, <laughs> you're going, you are doing it. Um, this space, I really like to encourage people to take that step. You know, for me, it was, it was scary. I was an RN, COVID hit, and I was really forced to leave. There was no other option. It was getting louder and louder, that kick in the shin. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it can be very scary to step into your mission because lots of things need to shift in your life to do so. I'm curious about once you started doing the Reiki and maybe being a, a practitioner for others, what was the, did you have fears? What fears did you have to move through? Did you have to rearrange your life in order to step into mission? What can you share around that? Yes. Um, and I saw your video, by the way, you were bad eh, with the RN and like they were trying to, you know, you were like standing up against them. That was pretty phenomenal. That was divine power flowing through me for sure. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. So yeah. glad that I, I, that I was so fearless. I look back and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. That was me. That was you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I just wanted to point that out because I, I just look, um, I'm so thankful for those who stood up and said no. And, and um, yeah, stood up for their sovereignty and their soul. Like, no, you can't inject yeah. that into me. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so um phenomenal um now going into yeah from from the reiki i didn't practice yet on anyone i was just really practicing on myself mm -hmm. and it was the minute um i became aware of the spiritual the 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 spirituality the being spirit angels started coming to me and first time was definitely gigantic was dream time but then um i started then getting visions as well it was it was amazing definitely archangel michael was huge to that archangel michael how he came i remember the one of the very first visions he was there um and i was trying to meditate and i was so scared because you know you meditate you turn you close you turn off the light um and you're sitting there and i had a candle lit and the the, the wick had gone down and do you know how it goes down to the blue right before it's going to turn off? You turn mm -hmm. off. Can you believe that he remained it blue for about an hour? With mm. just that blue part, never going off. Okay. And then he comes into my space and he he's gigantic, fills up my whole entire pretty much home. And Excuse he's me. explaining how important it is that I connect to the angels and how they've been um falsely accused and falsely um you know by the people the archon artificial intelligence that we talk about that been mind controlling people and telling them that they're you know negative but they're actually the most purest source of light beings they're the first yeah. essences of creator 
and um from there you know just visions like that messages like that and dreams but a lot of that when you wake up they don't teach you like usui reiki didn't teach you to shield and to not consent to to put boundaries up against dark entities and we're in a third dimensional earth where there's entities everywhere you know there's entities some people have them attached there's entities in the land there's pain and trauma with all the wars and all the you know um diabolical plans of the new world order yeah. and everything that we talk about through the antarctica series looking beyond the walls of of antarctica and the tartarian civilization so all of these are are rising up and you know just looking around first of all i needed to work on healing the land and within the space that it was at and even assisting my my source of light was assisting the neighbors around me so that they could release their you know demon witch entities coming out of their ground in the backyards you know like another neighbor had like thousands of snakes coming out of that space of of their land and uh, dark snakes that is because snakes are positive it's just that they use them invertedly in black magic rituals um and yeah that whole awakening and that's what started teaching me teaching me like okay the world of of say ghosts or entities really does exist and but i was always still even before say i officially woke up even though i considered myself really awake all my life um but i would always watch those you know those ghost shows and you know mm-hmm. all those ancient um shows and so then by the time I got here, I, I mean, I understood that obviously there's paranormal, there's aliens, and that's just ludicrous not to believe that. Um, yeah, and I continued on. So then um, I became certified through Dolores' modality. And then from there, um, there was people who were coming to me that was doing sessions in that modality. But what happened is that they had entities in them. And they were coming to me because they had gone to other places, whether it was psych wards or therapists, and they had tried to drug them, or they literally just came out of psych wards, you know, being drugged up, or that's just one spectrum. But then I also had just regular people, you know, regular people where they felt like something was off in them and they couldn't quite understand. And I remember one of the very first sessions that I had, she was adorable cute little blonde hair Russian lady. Um, she had come to my home to do the session and we we were there for hours and we and back then it wasn't uh, aura hypnosis wasn't developed as we are now where we're so fast and efficient now. But I remember her saying in her interview she's in tears. But it's like these empty tears she says Aurora, she says I don't know what's wrong with me all my life. I've never felt love and she said she she was with her husband over 30 years does not feel love for him does not know what love is even her parents her siblings and she says she feels empty inside. And I said okay we're going to figure this out we're going to get to the root of figuring out why you feel like this and then sure enough when she goes into the past life regression. um, What happens is that there's like these reptilian entities not the plug up and i hope my sound doesn't go off and go off okay am i good my sound is still good i can hear the feedback now okay i'm just gonna have to keep playing with it how is that Still, still bad. Okay, let me unplug it. Plug it. Okay, are we better? Hopefully. No. Yeah. There's a little bit, but it's not distracting. Yes, I apologize. My mic piece um, broke today, and I'm working with what I have. So, is it is it good? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so she's in the um, past life regression, and um, she says, Aurora, there's this these hooded people, and um, her higher self was saying, Aurora, help her with your Reiki, and back then, that was like, we don't, that's not normal, we don't help people with Reiki, you just do a past life regression, they go, they connect if they connect, if they don't connect, oh well, they can't connect, right, so, but their very first sessions, 
their higher selves would literally speak through the client and say, or you need to help them with your love to help them push through. They are stuck. You need to help them. So I start channeling Reiki over to her and I start helping her with my love. And then she starts seeing the space and she says it's white room, but it's really stale, like white false light kind of. And she says, um, there's these hooded people and they're all sitting at desks and they're busy, busy, like doing like office work. And I said, okay, well, let's figure out what, who these people are. And, and she goes, and then what I start channeling my love and they said, they're freaking out because of the love. They start all scattering and running. And I said, this is weird. Why is this happening? And then she goes and she, I told her, um, go ahead and see if, because they, this was supposed to be a space supposedly where her higher self was at. So she says, this, there's this hooded figure that claims that they're my higher self. And I said, well, let's look beyond the hood and see what they really are. And she says, it's a reptilian man. And he's pretending to be my higher self. And well, then of course, that's not really her higher self. It's an attachment. And, you know, they had the tail and everything, you know, so what we had to do through that session is figure out how was this integrated and it basically was integrated into her DNA and this reptilian you hear sometimes about the reptilian brain and, you know, some of the things that they give the children when, you know, they're born, the, you know, and I know we have to be censored here. So, and how these are basically reptilian viruses. And then, so what I did was that I continued with my love. I kept holding the space and helping her till we got to the higher self because she was also very blocked to her higher self. And once we got to the higher self, then the higher self was able to confirm that all the attachments that I talk about. And then they started to, through the quantum realm, the quantum world, removing this alien attachment to her DNA and her, and her essence really wasn't part of her. So me as a healer, I could have chosen to run and stop the session, right? It was like freak out, but no, I said, no. I told myself, you know, growing up, you know, um, I had people who were not too nice to me, who, and I was bullied a lot. So I told myself that made me very compassionate and loving for others. So I told myself that no matter who would come to me, if they were ready, because they have to be ready to heal, but if they were ready to heal, that I would assist them in infinite ways to hold the space for them to heal so that's what i did for her and yeah they removed the reptilian she woke up and she was lighter and happier and just a completely different person light in her eyes just the most beautiful love and that's how it is every time there's an aura regression the person comes to so long as they're ready again because what i always teach is i'm no one's guru and i'm no one's you know i, I a savior you have to you are here to save yourself but I am going to hold the most infinite source of light so you can do that for yourself. So you can reach that space. Yeah. Wow. That is profound. Okay. So that's a great segue into, you know, being a sovereign being. How do, how do we stay out of that fear space around everything? It's like there, I feel like there's this balance between staying aware of what's going on and not being buried by it. So I am very, very committed to my practices every day, staying intentionally connected to mother earth and source meditation, doing the breath work, really opening myself up to the light. What advice can you give around holding our sovereignty and not going into fear as, as everything is shaken up? Like I think of it as a jar, right? It's like we, there's so many loose energies right now because so much is purging. And it's like, now is the time to really claim your sovereignty and hold that light. Yes. Um, wow. So sovereignty is about, it begins with self-love. What have you discovered of who you are? And, and even if you don't remember past lives and who you've been, but remembering that at the ultimate highest, you are source of light and you are embodied on earth because you are meant to be this individualized soul, soul of source. You're meant to enjoy life, you know, vacation, explore nature, uh, hug your children, you know, kiss your love, your beloved spouse, and you're meant to enjoy this. So once you figure out how to love life and how to enjoy life, it becomes easier to understand who you are. Then the self-love starts beginning. And once the self-love begins, then the sovereignty begins. Because you, when you begin to love yourself and to learn how to protect yourself, 
then the sovereignty begins we're like wait a minute you know i've done a lot of work i've healed myself i've released a lot of trauma um now it's time for me to come into the beingness that i am both all i am all elements the fire the water the wind the spirit within me and how to embody these elements inside of you and a lot of that sovereignty does begin with the fire the element of fire but it also could be water as well which is so cleansing but also very powerful that moves lands right so but having a balance of self-love the elements of nature within you the water the healing Mm. and then from there really caring about yourself that you don't allow others to overstep your boundaries to to infringe upon you to periodically drain your energy and sovereignty becomes at that point because you're saying no and you're not allowing whether it's someone in the physical or someone in you know an alien in a ufo ship that's trying to infringe upon your military or so on so um yeah so it's caring about yourself enough that you do, you will not allow anyone to harm you anymore in any way mentally physically emotionally and spiritually um and yeah how do we get out of fear right that is a, a tricky tricky um emotion because um the whole world has been programmed to be in fear and to fear like the future to fear you know a minute from now what's about to happen to fear war to fear all these divides see but the goal is that even if we fear and just like you said the breath work taking those breaths and going into your heart and dropping your energy to your heart and feeling the love instead see after i'm going to actually have a video tomorrow talk about the eclipse but after this most powerful eclipse that just happened when my book was released yay um i we could feel the shift of fear it feels like almost like some of those like diabolical plans of what, what was going on in israel but just almost so far away from us where before that we were in fear and thinking that perhaps they're going to try to cause a war here but now they seem so far if you're tapping into that high vibration of love light but you have to tap into that because otherwise when you're fear then you're tapping into the inverted matrix the simulation that we talk about through all our teachings you're tapping into that and within that lower third dimensional they're trying to use in your energy to siphon and, and make their inverted timelines, but we have to hold that space where like okay we understand that that inverted is there, but you know what I am source of light, and I am infinite being that is immense, and you cannot you cannot infringe you cannot affect me in any form, and I won't allow you to make me go into fear and then drain on my energy because that's what the entities want these dark aliens. The archon they want to get you in fear because at that point you're easier to your light to be drained upon and and that's what it needs to yeah. keep itself going because it has no light mm. it's an absence of light mm. what you say around self-love resonates very deeply with me and you know when we talk about self-love what's coming through is a reminder that you know, you love yourself in being aware of what you are consuming. What type of foods are you eating? You know, what sort of content are you consuming? Are you loving yourself enough to take the time to do the practices that allow your frequency to raise, your vibration to raise? And what I found is that as I really became very committed and stopped making excuses to serve others at the expense of myself, that the it was it has become more natural for me to stay in a state of belief and freedom sovereignty joy empowerment and you know we're all human and we're all bumping up against each other and the fear can come back in at times but you have an expanded perspective that you've accessed because of the self love like it really can be that simple that self love that you access through yourself, your own heart. Mm -hmm. And then what I noticed in my physical life that was a little confusing, but I have clarity around it now is that there were certain people in my life as I started to really love myself that would get really loud. 
try to create, create drama, right? Because as you are purging, as you're shifting your inward state, the outward appearance of all of your inward state that's reflected back to you, it's got to shift. So there are things that have to purge. So it can get a little loud. So know that if right now you're experiencing a little bit of uh, strife or maybe a lot of trauma and grief in your life, that the field is rearranging. And it is another opportunity for us to tap into our sovereignty and really take that ex expanded perspective and observe, not absorb. Right? Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. You explained it beautifully. Mm -hmm. mm, I love that. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, your work is so deep and profound. I really would encourage everyone to seek out Rising Phoenix Aurora because the uh, technique that you use, the Aura technique, correct? What does that stand for? Will you remind, it, remind me what that stands for? So Aura, A-U-R-A, stands for Angelic Universal Regression Alchemy. Beautiful. And this is uh, really your unique soul's expression of the QHHT, right? So you learned that initial blueprint and then what was uniquely divine moving through you, it's your own expression of that, right? Well, in a way, the QHHT has no relationship to aura whatsoever. Okay. We okay. actually are um, a lot different. I mean, completely different completely different like because oh, of, they don't my bad it's okay yeah they, they don't practice like entity removal or i don't even know if they even believe yeah. in entities okay uh, okay so so and um but yes so aura is completely uh unique and our teachings just um are just vast i mean it's like almost a, a book page a book worth of pages about 55 pages worth of teachings just so you could understand how to do all that we do uh, but it's very beautiful though was something i'm known for is that i could take these bigger concepts and really make them uh condense them down but still they're still infinite and vast so that you can understand what the communications are and the teachings so anyone could retain them and understand them so it, um, aura hypnosis is an embodiment all on, on their own. Um, I did do Kyushishi sessions, but like I said, I couldn't do them because people had entities and I couldn't get them to connect. I see. So it turned into something completely so, different. So, yeah, yeah. So, so I just did my own thing, basically. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So my point was that you can actually go um, and access recordings of these amazing transformations, the whole process is recorded and it's really magical. You go search one of those out and there's always a message for you, right? Like we are manifesting everything. We, you've manifested these words through us. Uh, it's such a, such a profound, deep experience that you get to walk through with um, Aurora and the client. It's unlike anything that I have ever tapped into. So. Very, very cool. Very magical. Yes, um, past life regressions are um, uh, quite immense. Um, just like Monica said, um, the higher self speak, and because higher self, they're all one, right? With source, these these messages feel like they are being delivered over to us. Um, I think I have almost 200, 200 of them posted under YouTube, and some of the more sensitive ones on the Rumble and Odyssey. So yeah, go check them out. It's amazing, uh, especially the attachments that people have and how deep I've had people who heal from anything you can think of because what's going on is that you could do regular past life regression work, but if you don't get to the root and the entities or whatever's the cork that's there, you're never going to heal. The, so the, the, the key is the consciousness. The consciousness is where we connect to the universe or even the multiverse which that's what the book is about, the multiverse. And once you reach these levels in combination in the quantum realm of the theta, you can heal anything. I've had people heal from blindness within one week, heal from blindness, not being able to walk, any type of disease, illness that you can think of, cancer, Epstein-Barr virus, um, epilepsy. They're healing themselves 
It's because you could get as many readings as you want through another person giving you a reading or telling you, you know, that's it, supposedly doing a healing on you. But it's not until you do this for yourself that you really get the answers. And that's really what you're doing when you go into the past life regression. You're getting your own answers and you're speaking to your higher self who ha has this infinite potential to self-heal you and to release every every you know um, trauma that's within you that's held not just within this life but past lives as well it's just infinite mm, and we can access those sessions on your website correct yes yeah, so under all my um channels on my youtube tiktok <laughs> you name it Perfect. um rumble uh see yeah website risingphoenixaurora.com yeah beautiful perfect so i would like to share with you my experience earlier I found on your meditations and what I love to do before I have a guest on is I will take a small container of water and I will hold the water and set the intention that, uh, your frequency or our co-creation of a frequency move into the water as I partake in a gift that you're offering. So as I was doing the meditation earlier today, I felt the profound presence of Mary Magdalene. So, and uh, I'm in red. This is why I wore red today. So what happened for me? Yes, I noticed your lips. I love it. So what I noticed is as I was doing the meditation, I went super, super deep. And when I went deep, I found myself sitting on my bed with a machete. So this is interesting. And it, it makes total, it's totally aligned with like what you're doing as this comes through. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. So I have this machete and I'm holding it. And I remember having this awareness of, I need protection and it wasn't fearful, but I was holding the machete and thinking I need protection. And then I felt, I felt something outside of myself, moving my arm and trying to point the machete back. And it, I got to about here, didn't quite point all the way back at me. And boom, I saw Mary Magdalene's face, just clear as can be, beautiful, angelic face. And I knew it was Mary Magdalene. That came through immediately. And I heard something to the, the effect of um, no weapon forged against thee. Mm -hmm. And the feeling in my arm, that tension in my arm where something felt like it was moving my arm went away immediately. I was like, okay, this powerful. is very powerful. And I was like, all right, you know, and I really have released the need to know, you know, like the why around this, but it, and these are the type of experiences I have with your meditations and with engaging with your energy. It's, it's very powerful and very moving and has really shifted me on many levels. So thank you. But I wanted, I wanted to share that with you, you. because I thought it was really, really interesting that's very interesting because um I, the whole week i've been having readings um and lots of mary magdalene fractals <laughs> and I i've been feeling mary magdalene all day yes so yeah i think she's with you mm -hmm. beautiful i have chills and so the so the water i was telling you about i'm gonna grab the water so what i do is i take the water in a little petri dish and then i stick it in the freezer and see what crystals form Ooh. Very cool. And so, so again, when I looked at the crystals, I was like, oh my gosh, something else came through. So let me grab it and I'll show you. This is my favorite part. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. It's, this is always so fun. Okay. Let me just kind of wipe the bottom off. So it's nice and clear. All right. I'm going to get my phone and shine the light behind it. We'll see how well this comes through. Do you see the lines? Can you see the lines? Can you make out the lines a little bit? If yes. you look, there are actually, for me, because I can see it a little better in person, there are four pillars. I'll take a picture of this and send it to you. And what mm -hmm. came through is the most recent video that you did was about Archangel Four. Yes, Divine Father. Yes. Ah. <laughs> it's the first, I was like, oh my God, this is the first thing I saw was four pillars. 
So ah uh, yes, the number four has been so pivotal right now. I've been talking to people who listen to that channeling, and you know maybe they were like kind of like um like oh, a little like demotivated, and you know for like a couple months people are feeling tired because they're doing so much, right? I see, I see the four pillars, beautiful. Isn't that wow. cool? Uh huh. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, so cool. Reminds me of the of the the Kashik because we we go through pillars of golden light to enter into the Kashik Hall records, right? Oh, I love one that. Of the guardians of that for us. He guards our Akashic, protecting us as he is the father of creation. which is also Archangel Michael, right? And a phenomenal um yeah, so oh yes, people have been feeling, you know, tired because like a lot of the energy that's going through earth it makes you feel exhausted. You're constantly doing so much work. You're taking lots of naps and um sometimes you feel like oh am i going to be able to evolve or am i going to be mm -hmm. able to lift high vibration enough today you know and they just watched that video and instantly they shifted out into they're like oh okay i'm going now i know what i'm gonna do i know my mission and it's just like so beautiful these beings that i channeled that channel through me they're just amazing um they, every single one of them leaves you activated like you've been talking about um, and I'm just so thankful as a messenger of them to allow for them to give these messages over to the collective completely in service to to others. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, I, I want to touch on what you just said about being tired. Like why am I so much is shifting so rapidly right now for us? And I find myself in this space that I know so many others are experiencing as well. For instance, my kids are on vacation right now. And so, and I'm not used to being, I've got three kids. It's usually me and them running around, you know, doing fun things, but also doing what we need to do throughout the day. And so I have found this pull all week that I've had to be very, very aware of to, to not do so much. You know, I, I have to keep reminding myself that what appears to have power has none and what appears to not have power has the power and so as i'm being intentional about maintaining my practices and not trying to clean out drawers and cabinets and stuff because just because the kids are gone and because i feel like i have to do those things being very intentional about staying within that space of meditation and taking aligned action because that's more powerful than running around in circles and watching my world rearrange as I do the work that's necessary in the quantum to support myself in the collective. So I'm curious with all that you do, how do you maintain that balance? I slow down time. <laughs> I do not live by time. So what Beautiful. I do is I'll, I'll, I'll set alarms, obviously, because I do have sessions that I that I can't be late to, um, and then why well, I, I completely forget about time, and I go into this like breath work that's just like okay, slowing down time, slowing down time, slowing down time now, and then I flow and I move and I reply mm. to my emails and I write the book and I, you know, all that I do. I and plus I'm a mother. And my beautiful husband so tending to my family as well and um all of that so i could fit in an average of four days to one person's one day by slowing down time but i, I also teach we teach all the courses we teach the aura hypnosis we teach raw reiki we teach isis priestess course and quantum galactic akashic reading uh, which I teach both the Isis and the Akashic live under Patreon, which actually starts next month. And through, especially, um, yeah, through all of these, we teach you how to use sacred alchemy that Divine Mother Sophia and the Phoenix, the daughter of the flame, gave over to me. So these sacred teachings are so much love, like they embody you with so much love that it feels so good. And then when you're embodied by this, these force fields that you're putting around you, the sacred alchemy symbols, then you're, you start lifting beautifully to source of love light. And then when you do that, then you're, you're able to easily look yeah. through the illusion of time and slow down that time 
and it and I do so many different things. Like I work with spheres. The torridosphere is just a donut. I pull in energy constantly. Like Tartaria, we talk about Tartaria. I've, I've, ma- I've mastered how to pull in the energy from the ether, so I'm constantly charged up. But it doesn't mean that we we be fully charged up uh, every day. Sometimes we'll have our days where we're exhausted, and don't you know? Make sure you listen to your body and let your body rest, because that means that maybe you're sleeping. Really, the reason when you're sleeping is that you're actually astral traveling on the body. You're doing something on Earth. Maybe you're working collectively. Maybe you're stopping. You know, something ridiculous like a war about to happen, or something like collective of souls on earth join together and they might all take a nap all of a sudden and just go stop something like the superheroes that we are it's just the way it works through our spirit form and in the theta mm-hmm. so um you said that answer your question you said about feeling tired right and then yeah you did yeah. you answer it's really so essentially you're like you said you're accessing that divine energy that divine source and um taking aligned action you know i uh sometimes i have conversations with people who say well i don't have time to meditate for 15 minutes and you know my response to that is well then you should take an hour (laughs) because you will expand the time and i remember when i was a full-time nurse at some like nothing changes if nothing changes and so Remember that divine nudge to create the space that I knew that in order for me to rearrange my life, that I was going to have to infuse something different into what was my normal in order to shift it. And so I would get up at 4.30 or 5 a.m. and I would not go into that hospital without meditating. And it changed everything. It changed everything because I was because we, our external state is a reflection of our inward state. And so all of you who are watching or listening, you know, I started with two minutes when I first started meditating. That's all I could do. Start with two minutes and allow it to grow because that's where you access divine wisdom, guidance, power, energy, and then it just grows. And then you become addicted and it's the best addiction. Yes, and then you could ride that wave of meditation all day long and you start connecting more to, okay, should I go left? Should I go right? Should I, this person's being negative? Should I even bother? You know, it's just this inner noise just starts unlocking because you're constantly in that brainwave of that mm. in between. Yeah. Yeah. And all the synchronicities, it becomes magical and fun. Um, so before we go, would you share with us your book one more time? I know that you have two books out now yes yes so um galactic soul history of the universe is the first one and then um galactic history of the multiverse just released out um during the eclipse yes on the 14th and it's the final battle the final battle which means we haven't really talked about it in this video but when we rid and remove ourselves, remove it, the artificial intelligence from from all of the multiverse and how it takes a multiverse to remove that. And basically what we're doing is we're tri- tri- time traveling. We're literally going to say the future to access this information through this book and the universe, Divine Mother Sophia, that she gets to tell her version because, um, it is beautiful her version to the truth of our universe is incredible and something she says here in the introduction she says um are we, can i read a couple sentences please yes she please says, um greetings greetings our beloved beautiful children this is the divine mother of creation sophia and the daughter of the flame the phoenix the creators and it says we have been erased much from your earth's history for a diabolical purpose of suppressing the creator within you but through this book you will remember us once more and our true divine diamond creational beauty mm. and i want to point out the the oppression especially of the divine feminine that has happened and one of the other quotes i want to point out is the final battle when it is removed from all lifetime and space 
and she says this at the end because we're so used to constantly having to battle some kind of energy entity emotion someone trying to harm us in some way we're so used to this so we need to start embodying now through the book you'll learn but how to embody a world that is organic and does not have any more of these you know like for you the rn you have to quit your job just because they were trying to overstep your boundaries and mm -hmm. sovereignty making yeah. you do something so how do we release that and how do we start bridging in this organic timeline of of the of the true beingness of where this oppression and this artificial intelligence is no longer there so something she says is so beautiful uh, divine mother sophia is actually the last three chapters are the are is an incarnation of divine mother sophia and she's telling us the truth of our creation and um and then i channeled more than about half of the information also is my channeling of from divine mother sophia but this is also a combination of many divine beings beings from the ninth dimension from the 15th dimension the 11th dimension angels you name it it's just so many beautiful you know dragons and all these magic that we have forgotten mm -hmm. okay so she says here you are free it is gone it is not there it does not linger it is gone you can breathe breathe you are allowed to breathe you are allowed to love you are allowed to be and choose it will never be allowed again that will never be allowed ever it is gone it is finished divine mother of creation so yeah so That's all good. of the embodiment that we deliver is that how do we get ourselves there as a collective and as individual beings that is so beautiful thank you for sharing i have one final question for you if that's okay yes of course we could go a little over i'm fine thank you so this book um is this like what age is this appropriate for is this for adults is this for teens so teen, teenagers i would say can can read but we do talk about pedophilia okay um and then um some the trafficking that's happening um we talk about black-eyed babies and artificial wounds wow uh, there is some um some talk about but it's it's done really like um beautifully okay so you really have to discern like is yeah. it or individual child prepared for something like this. Yes. Um, I have some parents, like, for example, like the first book, like they'll give, they'll read the chapter and then they'll give the child, especially if you're homeschooling the first mm -hmm. chapter, because what the parents explain us is this is the real history, the, the one that has been forgotten in the consciousness yeah. that we have and the amnesia too. And these beautiful souls are regaining it back for us. Yeah. So you as a mother, I know how I operate as a mother as far as sharing with my kids, you know, kind of filtering, obviously, based on their age. Do you have any advice for us as parents? Um, you know, what do we bring to our kids? How do we share with our kids? It, you know, and so many of us still have kids in the traditional school system. I have two who homeschool and I have one who's still in the system because we have a, we have a co-parenting relationship. I have a co-parenting relationship with our father who is he wants, he wants his boy in mainstream education. Do you have any guidance for us that comes through around that? Yes, well, that is um, challenging because, see, it's beautiful to homeschool them because one, you're, you're over supervising what they're retaining, what they're learning, yeah. uh, but they still have to do some of what the state asks for them to, to accomplish every grade, right? Mm -hmm then it's also like the, the children need interactions with other children right they need that because that's what gets them to experience to become stronger so that they, when they grow up to become a you know young adult they know how to interact with people and how to go through these life experiences 
So what I would suggest as a mother is that depending on where your child is ready, you know, I, I, I have both as well, as you mentioned, and it's like, how do they feel? Do they feel ready? Do they feel strong? And if they're at home, work with them diligently every day to teach them how to become stronger and not to let anyone overstep their boundaries. Teach them, you know, even if they're younger, teach them, you know, that no one oversteps their boundaries because we do hear that some of these deans and so on, you know, they're pedos and, and all that system. You know, we they still to this day the the MK Ultra from the military. They're still visiting the classrooms, the FBI, and coming in and with their glasses when it's dark outside, and and you know monitoring the kids. So you teach them how to read the energy and how to shield, and how to protect themselves from that space, so that they can make themselves invisible to these beings that are in this system. And then you trust and you let go of fear and you know that they are safe and they are protected and you shield them with the most infinite angels and you know who whoever you work with dragons and fairies and who, who are these mystical magical beings of highest source of light. And you trust you trust your team you trust them and you let them. You let them fly away still within always supervising, maybe flying, hovering above them, um, but you trust and um, yeah, you teach them about everything. You teach them about reptilians, aliens, you know, how they can sense if people have these attachments, how if someone means ill intent, how to sense that, how to trust their intuition when they sense something is off, something is off how to read people's true intentions, their their thoughts, and how to pick up on this and how to trust their inner abilities that they are picking up exactly what is accurately there, that they're not judging anyone, that they're just actually reading the energy. You empower them so strongly so that when they go out into that world, whether they're in college, grammar school, preschool, that you feel confident that they you have taught them masterfully as a Ascend the master that you are, you have taught them that you don't have to worry. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. Yes. Yeah. I love to be a role model, you know, and something that I have found very powerful in teaching my kids is to teach them through experience. And as I am navigating a situation to verbalize to them, how I'm navigating it, you know, if it's appropriate to tell them, okay, this is happening, we're going to take a higher perspective. How do we take a higher perspective? And then my boy, who is still in traditional school, he has a dragon necklace with a crystal inside of it, it's wrapped around a crystal. Uh -huh. And so we have activated that crystal to protect and shield him when he goes to school. And he has a very strong connection with Archangel Michael. And that was a connection that he started talking about. And so I uh -huh. lean into that and we talk about that a lot. So that's some specific practices that we use. Oh, they're, and they're the most gigantic you can use. Did you know that no negative entity could get past a dragon? I love it. They can't. A dragon will transmute them. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, yes. Yeah, amazing. There's, there's a couple chapters in here, both books actually. Book awesome. I will post a link um, to so, the books. I'll edit the description here and I will post a link to both of those books for you. Is there anything else that you want to share before we go? No, I'm just so I'm I'm just so much in love with creation. I'm so thankful for the world that the collective, the way that the world has as the collective has shifted on earth. I'm also very thankful for you, Monica. You're very strong in your heart and for inviting me here. Um, I'm just very thankful. You're such a, uh, you're spreading so much love through your communications and all the channels you're at. So I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful for everyone, everyone who is out there. Even if you have just a hundred followers, it doesn't yes. matter. You are beautiful. You are loved and you have such a divine purpose and, and creation is thankful for you for for doing that for speaking your voice in whatever way that you can even if you don't have say a public avenue we're thankful for you because your frequency and vibration is was shifting out this, these pushing out these inversions i'm just in i'm just in the infinite 
gratitude and love for you. Oh, I feel it. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you so much. And yeah, that beautiful reminder that we all have our role. No one's role is more important than any other. And even cooking a loving meal for your family is enough. So gigantic. <laughs> yeah, it's huge, huge. Thank all you. The so properties much. and the food. I mean, you if you're oh, yes. the food and the properties is so healing and you bring them back to their organic healing. It's the food is literally going inside their body and healing their yeah. cells and everything. Well, I remember in the past, you know, cooking stressed out and actually, oh, yeah. honestly, full transparency, feeling kind of bitter about being the only one in the kitchen who was cooking. And if you don't know, you don't know. But once you have an awareness around the power of just cooking a loving meal, oh, doesn't that shift everything? It's like being in the present moment and really feeling the divinity in every single act throughout the day. How empowering is that? Exactly. Exactly. So beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so, so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much, That's everyone, cool. for joining us. I feel Mother Mary here with us. Just wanted yes, to say that. Absolutely. I feel her presence. So take care of yourself. Thank you so much, Aurora and everyone. Um, we'll be back for another amazing podcast next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Please like, share, and subscribe. And if you would like to learn more about how I support all of my mission work, Kong and Water, please check the description.